Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I survived the mutant apocalypse, begin the recovery with Tamar Braxton, and question the future with Maya and Marty. Don't tell your mother, we're cool for the summer. Hello! Guten Tag! Oh, listen to that voice. Do I have a smoother, buttery uh, vocal today? It sounds great. You sound wonderful. That's my new microphone. Doing it big. A doobie doo We're in the studio tonight. We're in the studio. Sweet abu-dee-doo-dee. Remember that? I sure do. I think about that guy often. All the Davids of all of the Davids of the real world were trouble. That's right. This guy was no he, exception. Yeah, watch out! Don't don't apply to go on next season. That, well, no, it, it's surprising that 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 show is still on. But that season gave us a lot. That gave us that Jazzy David. It gave us <sighs> Melissa. Yes. One of the come on, be my baby tonight. Mm-hmm. Wada Bebop. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Danny, gay Danny, and the military boyfriend. Got gay Danny. You got. Sassy Melissa. She was the best. Who said, time the F out. She's not dealing with any more of David's jazzy remixes or snide remarks. Right. Hype she said, the fuck down. That's right. Yeah. And yeah, we heard a lot about her, her, her funny parents, too, during that season. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was good. See, the real world, it's just, it's just not like that anymore. No. Which is why they should pull the plug on that series. They should just say goodbye. But I, I don't. I, I think we've got a lot more. There's a lot more real worlding to happen. I think they just got finished with their 35th season, actually. Jeez Louise! So there you go. That's amazing. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy summertime. Happy summertime. Here we are. It's summer. I did get a little bit of a tan. I don't know if you noticed. I did not get the cornrows though. Well, so maybe next time. Maybe next time. You've got three months to get them in. Um, how'd you spend your holiday weekend? Good. We went down to the beach and just had a, a fun, relaxing time. Tremendous. Um, we went on a, a, a like a, a dolphin boat ride where we took a boat out and we like went out into the sea to search for dolphins. Did you see any and, dolphins? Okay. So we've actually gone on a dolphin boat ride before. I kind of really enjoy it because there's like a magic, like a, there's like a mysticism and like a magic about like spotting a dolphin in its natural habitat, you sure. know? It's like Echo the so, Dolphin. Right, exactly. It's like Finding Nemo, Dory, whoever. Yeah. And so we did it again, like, you know, expecting, oh, we'll see like maybe one or two in like the hour that we're out. And so we go and we're with a couple friends. And so, you know, we're, we kind of really, really downplayed it. Like, you know, we might see one, we might see two. We'll probably see a little like a, a sea turtle floating around and everything. But we actually happened upon like an armada of dolphins. It it was like the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was out of like some like Atlantis movie or something. And they were like doing flips and kicks and back backstrokes. Like they were doing all the tricks in the book. Were they soaring to like Pillow Talk by Zayn Malik? (laughs) They were doing all that. They were doing all that. It was incredible. I had I've never seen so many dolphins in my life. I is mean, there were hundreds of, dolphins, of them. Hundreds of dolphins? I don't even were, believe you. Is, it, I, is it, a bunch of not dolphins believable. together called an armada? Is that the word? Uh, no, I just made that up. Oh, it was fancy in Spanish. I was like, a super school or an armada. <laughs> That's what happened. There was an armada 
of dolphins. Right. An army. I like it. I was that was there. Yeah, so it was really crazy. I actually have video of it, so I'll send it to you to actually look and experience it for yourself. I do yeah, have proof. I want to see it. Because how far yeah. out do you have to go? What kind of boat are you on? What's the water? Yeah, like? well, we were on a little old rickety, like, like Vanga bus boat, like nothing very, like, fancy. It wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't like a cruise line or anything like that. Um, I did have a life jacket on and, um, you know, I wasn't leaving home without that. Right. Uh, but I did. And I know I said last time I was kind of hesitant about going to the water, but I did jump into that water. Did you really? Breaking stereotypes with the people. Wow, look at but you. But the thing is, when I got Must in the water, I was like, okay, it feels nice. I got it. I'm, I'm good. I'm floating. I'm doing this. And you can see, like, the dolphins are, like, everywhere. And you're like, you, I, I looked down into the water, and there was, like, a floor of dolphins. They were, like, all – they were underneath us. Wow. And so then for a second, I panicked because I was like, what if one of these dolphins has, like, one of those, like, sonic reactions and then, like, comes to, like, sort of, like – Poke, poke me to death or something, you know. <laughs> right. So then I got back in the boat, but it was it. I mean, it was just an amazing experience. <laughs> you can see the gears turning and the the like realization on your face. Like, what if these dolphins turn on me? But dolphins, right, dolphins just looking are like those sea like, angels. You knew you were protected. That's why you jumped in. The I water. know, but sometimes I I don't want to play with Mother Nature, though. You know. Right. Because like all they need is like that one sort of suggestion, and they might they might flip on you. That's true. And what, what's going on with climate change and the acidification of the oceans? You don't know what their that, brain chemistry right. is like. I right mean, now. global warming and Dumb the ice caps mm-hmm. going down, and like the tides. I GMOs. I didn't want to test it. Yeah, I don't know if they yeah, watched so the I, news I, and saw what was happening at that zoo in Cincinnati. You don't know, uh, right? Exactly. I I, don't, I didn't want. Yeah, I didn't want to find out. Didn't right. want to find out about it. Well, that's fun. Yeah, so so that was that. I mean, okay, I have to be really upfront, personal, and honest. Uh-oh. You know, it, like, I like to get prepared for a trip. And in my routine, I've got, like, one of those, like, Norelco men's, like, grooming devices or mm-hmm. whatever. Sure. Because I wanted to be, like, bikini beach bod ready, right? Although, Naturally. like, I was probably a couple pounds away from that happening so i just wanted to sculpt myself out just sort of like make sure, sure everything is clipped and right. capped and okay a nice fade now okay it might have been maybe like six in the morning before the flight where i decided to try to do this and try to get completely snatched and ready and prepared mm, and you i can't rush failed. a snatch job you cannot rush a snatch job that is the moral of this story but i will go on mm-hmm. and just say that uh, during this process, I failed to realize that the guard wasn't on properly. Oh, and I no. basically, I snatched my body bald. So, and, and, and I didn't really realize until the very end where I was like, it is just a little bit too smooth and velvety on my chestal area. Like what a dolphin. Happened? Like a dolphin. I had like a, a dolphin. dolphin body. And, you know, I, you have to appreciate the 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 man hair sometimes and i i really did after it was all completely gone i mean my pooch patch was gone that's all i'm saying i didn't have a <laughs> no and, oh. and i i took it for granted for quite some time but when it's gone you really have you you really have no coverage at all don't it always seem to go so i was all out there don't it always go like that Joni mitchell mm-hmm. don't it always go like that. that's what she was talking about yeah she left the guard off too he she took the guard off too and she lost she lost her pooch patch. Is that what she's saying too? <laughs> she lost it all. Oh. Yeah. You never know how like a little bit of hair just adds a little bit of 
extra definition and makes you look a little bit more sleek. Mm-hmm. I found out the hard way, kids. Mm-hmm. Found out the hard way. Well, <laughs> but I made it work. I made it work. Yeah, I made it work. I mean, you painted. That's I just got quite a little extra an intimate, paint. intimate portrait. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very I feel all art. sorts of free. Mm-hmm. Wow. <sighs> anyway, after that public service announcement, yeah, I don't know where to go from to there. <laughs> I guess we can move on to what you did. What did you do this <laughs> I weekend? Didn't do anything quite so adult. Um, you didn't get snatched. No, I did the opposite. I went to Universal Studios Wizards of Waverly Place, the new Harry <gasps> Potter exhibit. <gasps> The oh, okay, wandering wizard world of wands. Well, you know, I'm like I said a few episodes ago. I'm all on board with the uh, wizarding wizarding world, and yeah. I want to know a lot about it. And I really want to go and 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 travel to that world, Universal Studios. So, well, my friend Jamila came down to visit from San Francisco over the weekend, and uh, that was on her, you know, itinerary. And so we signed up and we went which I thought was going to be a bigger problem trying to go to an amusement park. Essentially it's at universal studios trying to go to this amusement park on a holiday weekend. I thought it was going to be super duper busy. And so we got there pretty early, maybe around 10 or 11. Uh, and we beelined for this new Harry Potter world. Um, because that was, you know, that's the main attraction and it's brand new. And so we wanted to get there right away. And we thought, for a second, you know, when you buy your, your tickets, you have the option to get the regular the regular uh, amusement park passes or you can get the front of the line passes. And I don't mm-hmm. like waiting in line. So even though these tickets were double priced, um, I was like, do we get the front of the line tickets or no? And ultimately, we decided against it, rushed over to the Harry Potter world. And of course, there were two lines. We get to the front gate and the guy's like, oh, you have front of the line tickets? Right this way. And we were like, no, we have regular ones. And he pointed us to like the gates of hell. Right. All the way back to the amusement park entrance. And we had like a line that stretches like the Great Wall of China. Basically, It stretched all the way to San Diego. And and we had to get to the end of this line and stood there a legit 90 minutes. to get It was so long. I mean, I guess that's kind of like the minimum waiting time now in a lot of these amusement parks. It's like, if you want to go on a ride and you don't have like the special fast pass, expect to stay in line for three hours. Yeah. So for that whole time, I'm kicking myself thinking we should have gotten the damn front of the line passes. But we finally got on the ride. The ride was really good. They have this like one of those Motion Odyssey movie kind of 3D rides you get on where you're riding. Did it blow your wig back? Was it like it did? There's wind. There's magic. You're playing Quidditch. It looks super duper real. You've got your 3D glasses on. It's like it's really kind of amazing. Really? Uh, Oh, that sounds amazing. But the getcha gotcha of it all, though, is that there are only two rides in the Harry Potter world. And one of them, yeah, one of them is this broomstick ride, which is great. It's in the castle, and the other one is like this little roller coaster where Mm -hmm. we we did the same thing. The guy was like, "Oh, do you want to get in the regular line, or do you want to get in the individual ride lines?" And we were like, "We don't need to ride together. So if you split up, you can get in this faster line." And basically, that one we didn't have to wait at all. It was just like as long as it took us to walk the maze, like five minutes to get to the front of the line, we get on this roller coaster. It lasts literally forty five seconds, and I'm like, "Oh, is it about to start?" And then that was it. So that was it. If you're headed over there with these high expectations of spending the day in Harry Potter world, you may spend the day in the line depending on which day you go, but you will not spend the day riding rides. That's like the worst ride of all, like yeah. the sit and wait in line ride, because that's basically the experience you're getting. Right. Just standing in line all day. But the rest of the park, because uh, we got we got butter beer, which was this like 
uh, butterscotch kind of slushy with a, a frosting topping, which was really sugary and delicious. But then the okay. rest of the park, we did the Transformers ride. We did the Simpsons ride. We did the studio tour. We were barely had to wait in line at all because I guess everyone was in that Harry Potter line. So we breezed everyone through. Everyone was everything. all about Harry all Potter. All the were like 15 minutes long. It was great. Now, are they going to like whip up a few more rides in the Harry Potter section of the park? Or is I that don't know. I didn't see any more like still in development. It looked like it was done. Okay. Hmm. So, hmm. I mean, they have some other little attractions that aren't rides. You can go in and get like a wand fitting, which is you go into, uh, I forget the guy, the name of the character, but you go into the shop where you buy the wands and they fit you for a wand and they do this whole presentation. It's interactive and they send you into this dark shadowy room and it's floor to ceiling little wand boxes and she tries to figure out which one is yours. And this woman, I'm, we're in this dark room, me and my friend, and she's like, who's here for their wand fitting? Like, you're trying to pick a character, to co- like a, an audience member to come be a part of it all. And she picks me. And it may have uh, been because I was course. wearing my burgundy Joy Behar sweater and I looked like I was a part of the action. Like you looked like a Potter. Fan. You looked like, a, like a, a Hogwarts alumnus. Yeah. So she was mm-hmm. like, you, you look like you're here for your wand fitting. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm good. I've got a wand already. Like, pick one of these little kids here who, who right. are, like, having their minds blown. Pick a little one, because I'm not going to participate in this this wand show. Right. The, like, that, like, the industrial yeah. light and magic is real. You're magic. like, I have no suspension of, of disbelief here, so you can just keep it moving, lady. Go yeah. over to that little... I know you're probably getting paid minimum wage, and you're hot in that felt, like, uh, graduation gown. Right. <laughs> Pick one of the kids. Um, but yeah. it was fun. It target was a good the children. Day. Yeah, target Make the their children. dreams come true. Exactly. That's all hmm. I'm saying. Well, I'm still really interested about it. Perhaps the Universal Studios in Florida have a few more rides. That's maybe. what I'm holding out on. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll have to work on the the East Coast. You version. check out the East Coast. It's still worth oh. checking out. It's really impressive. It's just there's short on rides. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I'll have some butter beer. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Treat yourself. Yeah, I'll treat myself to some butter beer. Oh, right. Well, we called it. We called it sure did rob kardashian in black china China. just recently announced that they're getting their own kardashian spinoff on e-network it's all part of the master plan yeah she's she's i mean she's really hitting all the points on on like the how to get rich quick and dominate the kardashian whatever you want to call it she's got like that that super nintendo game genie she's got a cheat code like she's not wasting any time that's right yeah she's got all the hyper kicks all the hyper kicks she's like hadouken 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 all over the place really got it she's doing it she's yeah she's winning she's leveling up she really is over little rob kardashian he was like the weak gazelle at the end of the pack and she latched on. And she got him. She so, got him. And put a baby gone. in me. That's right. So basically, it's going to be a uh, six-episode order for the season. And I think it will culminate with the introduction of the 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 new baby Kardashian once the, the, the baby is born. The so, Lion King. It'll be an elaborate yep. procession. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we can expect that coming in the next, probably at the top of 2017, I guess. But yeah. there you go. Yeah, she's on it. She's doing it. She did it. And of course, well, they've got to make. Chris I'm Jenner sure. is executive producing. 
Oh, yes. Uh, Christian is executive producing, and Rob and China serve as co-executive producers. What's that check look like, you think? It's little. It's a baby check. It's a baby check, you think? Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a uh, Courtney and Chloe take Miami May- check. Oh, okay. It's one of those checks. But, I mean, it, it, the possibilities are endless, right, if, it, if it's successful. And it's been a long time since Rob has seen a check. This is the biggest check he's gotten out of the Kardashian series, for sure. That's true. Right. So... He's he's excited about it. And, you know, they definitely had to um, add some something to their programming schedule because I don't think Caitlyn's coming back. Mm-hmm. I'm Kate. I, I think that they're done. That story yeah. has it's, been told. It's like we got it. It's been a year since the Van, Vanity Fair cover story. Nobody's interested anymore. It fell off sharply. Um, <laughs> but now Rob is back and he's embracing his curves and Black China's curves. And so mm-hmm. now that's what we want to see. So that's right. We're going to take the. Taking the uh, step stepway treadmill to heaven together. Yeah. All right. Curious to see if he's wearing shape ups. Um, I don't think they have an endorsement deal with Skechers anymore, so I doubt it. There's time. We'll see. There, you never know. You never know. Yeah, have you ever had a pair of Skechers before in your life? You know what? I feel like I have. I'm sure I have. In really? middle school, in middle school, I know I had some Skechers because there was okay. a split second when Skechers jumped onto the scene where Skechers were. It was the S. Right. Yeah, I mean, in the post LA Gears world, something had to exactly. something had to pop off, right? After British Nights, after LA Gear, mm-hmm. Sketches was the new thing, and I had to have them. I think I had them once. Huh? You know, I was just reading an article where, um, do you remember uh, Diodoros, those Italian sneakers, like those like soccer sneakers? Vaguely. They were kind of popular back in the day too. I would say like the late '80s, early '90s. I had a pair of Diodoros. Is it a Diodoros or just Diodoros? I think I think they're Diodoros. Anyway. I think they're kind of making a, a return to the scene because everything 90s is cool right now. Right. So, you know, you might want to dust, dust off those old sketches if you have them because they're probably <laughs> going to come back into fashion. Probably. So did you watch Marty and Maya? I sure did. Speaking of things that are old, that are new again. Making them old and, yeah, taking the old and bringing them back and making them new or trying to make them new. Yeah, NBC is dusting off that old variety show chestnut that they've been trying to make happen over the past couple years. Uh, What did you think? My hopes were so high. I know. My hopes are always so high. I can't help it. I always get so excited when anything Maya is just like in my face i just get really excited okay fresh off of her cameo on weekend update on saturday yes. live a couple I weeks mean, ago can we just talk about this weekend update first because i mean i guess her appearance on the show was kind of like a sort of like teaser for this uh Mar- maya and marty you know variety right. series that right. was coming up the next week mm-hmm. um but she was just so good as brazil's former prime minister who just recently got the boot can we listen to some of this Yes. Dilma. No, no. Dilma. <laughs> like your tongue is mad at the rest of your mouth. <laughs> Say like this. Dilma. 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 You are not good at it. <laughs> but you know what? You're bastards. You're very cute like a juicy baby. <laughs> Who's your young friend? Oh, it's just, that's Michael, yeah. Michael Chang. Lancho. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like my hair? Your hair is beautiful. Thank you, because I go to the barber and I say, hey guys, give me the new Rue McClanahan. This is Maya at her best. I mean, this is what I was looking forward to. 
yeah, this is this is what I wanted to tune into during my prime time Monday. Was it on Monday? I think it was on Monday. Yeah, Something my like my Monday prime time, you know, television viewing time. This is what I want. This is what I wanted to see. Now, I didn't quite get that though. No, we got the the light version, like the watered down version. We got the easy listening version for sure. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, I I found it to be pretty entertaining. I guess for me, I don't necessarily understand why they had to interject Martin Short into the into the equation. I mean, like I love Martin Short. I love Jiminy Glick and I love yeah. Ed Grimley and I love all of his little characters. But it just seems like such it still seems like such a strange, weird pairing to me. Right. It does seem like a strange weird pairing. Maybe it Part of it is that my Rudolph tried this variety show thing back in 2014. I think Lauren Michaels also produced that. NBC yeah. canceled that. And then they came back with Best Time Ever with Neil Patrick Harris. And we both had our opinions about that. And then we that went away. About that. And now we're back with this. And Lauren Michaels, I, I heard that the story with this was that Maya and Martin Short both, uh, went to the SNL 40th anniversary big shindig that they did. And Annie Murphy was there and it was that whole thing. And Lauren Michaels made the observation that they both sort of had that like hacky ham bone showtime kind of funny bone. Look at me thing. They both sort of operated on that same frequency and decided then that they would be a good pair together because otherwise that's such a random pairing. But my question is this don't like all like the cast members of SNL or like all comedians for that matter to kind of have like that hokey ham bone sort of thing like so i'm like it still doesn't really make sense to me that there was like this he saw this sort of like chemistry between the two of them because they just don't seem very compatible to me in terms of like their comedy and just even like in the opening monologue and their you know in their interaction it just didn't feel that like natural it didn't feel fresh it just felt kind of like stilted and forced yeah i don't know i mean it is the first episode so we'll see how things progress between the two of them but the one thing that i thought was when keenan jumped onto the stage i was like why isn't it a maya and keenan show like i feel like that would have made a lot more sense than uh, Marty and Maya. I mean, I guess they're trying to like pull for like an older demographic with Martin Short, maybe. maybe. And people who were like from that generation who appreciated his work on SNL then. And then people who just love Maya Rudolph. I don't know. Maybe they're just kind of like hedging their bets and just sort of like, you know. Yeah, maybe. Well, I, I don't know. You yeah. know that Keenan is super busy playing all the black people on SNL. So he can't be there every week. And he's not he about is, to but, I mean, walk away from that gig. He's been there for like 20 years. But he's been there for 20 years. He's got to move on to something. I just figured it was like one of those sort of like uh, Jay Leno like moves to like primetime moves that NBC tried to do with Jay Leno after he was on The Late Show. Right. Like just scoot Keenan on down to the, you know, to the 9.30, 10 p.m. slot and see how it works. I mean, these are the not ready for primetime players. They got to get ready. They got to be prepared at some point. Yeah. He's had enough preparation. He's got like, I mean, if if SNL was like the school of primetime preparation, he's probably got like a master's, a JD, a PhD, and anything else you can do. All the certifications. Yeah, if he's not ready ready. now, he's never going to be ready. Yeah, he's got them all. He should know. So I was thinking, I mean, like, why not Keenan? I don't, you know. I well, mean, he'll he was probably on end up being sketches on, during the. Yeah, he'll probably be on every episode anyway. This is all like this is l- like if SNL had a fifth hour, like the Today Show, the Hoda and Kathy Lee, 
That's yeah, this is this is what that is. Yeah, this is like the this is kind of like SNL. Like like I said, this is kind of like SNL easy listening. Right. You know, the sketches are kind of like safe. They're not too crazy. They're just like they're good for the kids, good for the adults, like everyone. There's something. There's a little something safe for everybody. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I guess it gets like better. I hope it gets better. I think there's some potential there. I'll definitely tune in for the next episode. Um, but yeah, I still don't understand why they they only gave Maya like a one episode run and that was it. I'm like, can't you invest in your talent a little bit more? She could have had at least two more shows to kind of get a footing of her original one. Yeah, I agree. I thought that one was so it. funny. Well, not so funny. I thought it was funny enough. Uh, and I, think I think it that had she could potential. totally carry a, a variety show on her own. Um, and of course, I stand for Sean Hayes anyway. Uh, like that was a fun little mix, and I, I kind of just got the sense that Maya doesn't really want to do it, but then she keeps turning up. But then she keeps, she's like, "Here, I'm back again. I'm really ready. To, I really do want to do this." And then she's like, "Eh, actually, no, I don't. I don't think I want to." Yeah, I have ten kids, and I'm married to P.T. Anderson. And right, she's got. I don't need this. She has a goo gaggle of children, so yeah, she you know. has an armada of children. That's right. Yeah, that's that's what they say. Good word, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, for the most part, I mean, there were some chuckles here and there. It was good. I mean, there is a ton of NBC sort of synergy in the mix there. There was like a little sort of like shout out to Chicago Fire. And of course, like we were saying before, like all the SNL members were basically on within the hour. Kate McKinnon and there was like Jimmy Fallon was on and Keenan. There were a ton. There were just a ton of people. And then also Miley Cyrus was like their special musical guest. Yeah. Well, she's going to be on The Voice next year. I was thinking watching it, like, what a weird choice. Why is it? Well, how does Miley Cyrus keep popping up on these shows? Because she was in Bill Murray's Netflix Christmas special. And she always seems like a weird choice. Well, here's here's the thing. After, like, watching her performance, and I even kind of, like, went back to that Bill Murray special when I was watching her perform on uh, Maya Marty. And I was thinking, like, if NBC really wants to revive this whole you know, variety show format and kind of make it appealing for the millennials. They should have gave Miley the variety show to be quite honest. That's true. Miley would be great for a variety show. She'd be great. I mean, I I think they're, I mean, they're kind of barking up the wrong tree with Martin, uh, Martin short and Rudolph. I think that maybe it's just having Miley be Miley and just be freaky and weird, but also like incorporate some variety stuff. Like she would be like the new, like share, you know what I mean? She would have crazy fashions. Like I was really pulling for Maya to give me some great like fashion moments too. Like you saw with like Cher's variety show, or even with like Carol Burnett. Like there were like these amazing outfits that right. they would wear. You know, right. I didn't necessarily get that from Maya um, uh, last night. But you know, there's still room to grow. But I'm yeah. saying like maybe. Miley. Yeah. I really think that there's potential there if she really wanted to go that route. But maybe she's not really all that interested in. She's probably not that in interested. She's probably television. very expensive. Um, yes, that's right. So, but if the voice can get her, I mean, the voice has money. That's true. That's yeah. very true. Okay. Well, I I'm just gonna say I would not be surprised if we saw a Miley Cyrus and her pets Christmas special coming up on NBC this year. Right. Uh. Miley Cyrus and her dead pets Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Cheerful. Hmm. Rudolph the Red Nose. Canceled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking oh, of canceled. Yeah. What? 
What's happened? Tamar Braxton. Oh, right. Fired, yeah. but back. Can't keep but her down. Back. Revived. So we found out a little more Clear. information about what happened uh, with her. Is so she... give us the tea. What had happened? Okay. What had happened, what had happened was, okay, mm-hmm. so Tamar, she went on the Steve Radio, Steve Harvey Radio Show uh, mm-hmm. today or yesterday uh, talk, to talk about getting fired from The Real. And she said basically she didn't get the news from anyone on the show. She got it from her husband, Vince, who got it from the network. And apparently the network didn't even call her. Nobody from The Real called her or them. Ooh. Uh, Vince called them on a Saturday to talk about her glam squad for like the Essence Festival or something. And basically they said, don't worry about that because you don't work here anymore. Uh, have a good weekend. Um, oh, yeah. So they were doing like run throughs for lace fronts and, uh, you know, contours. And they were like, actually, no. Yeah. None of that's happening. Canceled. The, we axed the wig, wig budget um, and you're good. So don't worry oh, about no. it. Oh, no. And that's not. That, that ain't right. That's not not on a Saturday. You don't ruin someone's weekend like that. No, 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 no. You do it on a no. Friday so that they don't shoot up the place. Right. And you, they have the weekend to recover. Exactly. And to fume. Yeah. Right. But um, on a Saturday, you can't just pop up on a Saturday with that kind of news. No. Um but she said she was like she loved her job uh, and she wasn't she wasn't beefing with anybody, uh, which is lies. But OK. And so she was surprised she got the axe. Uh, but clearly people at the sources at the, the show are telling a different story. Um, hmm. I don't know if you've heard any of this, but one of the things one of the stories going around is that during the well, prom- I heard she was like playing a game or something. There was a game that was being played on one of the episodes and she lost the game and then she was pissed about losing the game and then. Like the executive producer was on set and then she just went off on the executive producer because she was kind of like heated about losing the game. And I don't know. I mean, is there that much invested in Monopoly that like you have to like, uh, you know, I don't know go from corporate to ghetto, but it was sponsored. Know. It was sponsored by Pinterest and you don't want to upset uh, the advertisers. And I think that's no, what you don't. Mm-hmm. And I guess she threw such a tantrum that they had to really chop and screw the whole thing together and edit it heavily just to make it presentable to air. And they got mad at her. Oh, so that episode's already aired, so we can probably go back into the archives to check it out for ourselves. Yeah, this, uh, put on <laughs> to yeah. look for continuity and see if there are any jump cuts in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but I believe that she seems like a monster. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, which I don't know. I guess maybe she felt some certain type of way. Her husband's the executive producer, and like you know, and. And of course, by proxy, she's kind of like an executive producer. So she felt like she could talk to this other co-exec any old way she wanted. And things kind of went left from there. But right. hey, it like you said, wrong. well, it went. Yeah, the real went wrong yeah. that day. But look, well, she's she's back on her feet. Apparently, uh, she's in the deal with Steve Harvey to host her own talk show. TBD. TBD. Doesn't have a pre- premiere date or a name, but... Steve Harvey swooped in to save the day. What do we yeah. think about this? Well, I mean, I guess it's going to be something that can compete with the Wendy Williams show. Um, I don't know. I'm sure it'll probably go into like that, like that summer block. So probably will probably premiere sometime in summer 2017 where they do like that, like eight week sneak peek. They did it with like Bethany. They did it with Boris Kojo and Nicole, his wife, Nicole. And then they also did it with Ice-T and Co- Coco. I liked Ice-T and Coco. Okay, Ice-T and Coco were fine, but Boris and Nicole were, like, dead on arrival. They were so flat. Yeah. They were so flat. 
man, hmm. that was like, yeah, a sneak sleep. Like it wasn't even a peak. I, I, could, I couldn't keep my eyes opened. Yeah, it's tough business trying to launch a talk show. I it's mean, not, Boris and like, Nicole it, couldn't do it. Katie Couric couldn't do it. Queen Latifah couldn't manage it. No. Meredith Vieira is about to get the, the axe, too. These are veterans. Tamar yeah. is my suspicion that she could barely read. I don't know that she can be relied on singularly like that to read from a prompter and yeah, talk to guests. I don't know. I mean, I, I still think that she has an appeal. I mean, she is definitely a dynamic personality. For sure. And I think with the um, right amount of, like, you know, a good production team, it could work. But... Like I said before, I think Wendy Williams already occupies that space, yeah. and I don't, I don't see her taking a lot of viewers away from her. I mean, there's also been like rumors that Nene Leakes was going to get her own show, and I feel like, like yeah, Nene and Tamar, I don't know if they really have enough like the capacity to hold an audience, you know, yeah. with with anything that they're going to really talk about or say. But who oh, knows? No, I would tune into Nene before I tune into Tamar. Oh, for sure. But yeah. I think that Nini has found her lane with the fashion police, too. So I think that she's probably not even thinking about her own talk show right now. She's getting that e-check anyway. Yeah, that's smart. Let's stay where she is. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know how the the, the reel is going to stay afloat because it doesn't see – I don't know. While I know a lot of people were like, well, I didn't like watching Tamar on that show anyway. Well, you're really not uh, going to like it now. I think it's going to be kind of boring. It I mean, is, I guess they yeah. can – I mean, I guess they can kind of do the, the you know, the, the merry-go-round of replacement host or who's going to be the replacement if they do decide to do that. But I don't know. I mean, I've heard a lot of names floating around from, like, Kiki to Nini. Right. All, you know, all those, like, mono-double-syllable mono names right. have been thrown around out there. Well, so I think if they're searching for anybody, they need to give Amber Rose a call. I think that's that's absolutely right. But again, Amber Rose, I think, has her own talk to coming on VH1. Also so she's a mistake. Yeah. We're gonna but see. you know what? Hmm. Maybe they'll do the backup and they'll just call Black China. She might oh, be available. No. In between what? takes of Robin China. Is she going to be hustling seven months pregnant? Yeah. But maybe they need to like inject a little more like sophistication onto the show. Maybe like Alfred Woodard. <laughs> maybe she might work maybe. give a class to join up a little bit maybe a hologram <laughs> of Maya Angelou a lear- like a learned woman mm-hmm. to be up on like they really do need their Barbara Walters you know they need someone established a That's part of the true. establishment they need a grand dame to really give it some they gravity they do Angela Bassett on the there reel there you go there we go give them kids information or just get like Aretha Franklin that would be amazing mm. Because she would just be, she would not be there for any of those children and their shenanigans. No, just sweating in a fur and a tight curl, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And a little beads of sweat along the brow line. There. <laughs> so it was like, are we are we cutting yet? Mm-hmm. Is it union lunch yet? <laughs> craft <laughs> service. I read this my crafts. Well, uh, we won't know what happens with the reel until the end of the summer. So that'll just be something we're going to have to wait. And anticipate. Yeah, that's true. I can wait. Yeah, that's fine. Oh I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll be holding I, yeah. my breath for that one. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm free to, to just hold off on that for a little bit. Pause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have? Do you have your tickets for Beyonce's tour? Um, 
I don't. Will you be getting you, information for this one? Do wait. Do you have your tickets? Have you? Are you about to tell me that you got your tickets and I don't have my tickets? I didn't get my tickets. Oh, okay. I, I was the more about, and yeah. more I see of these like little bits and clips here and there on YouTube. The more I'm thinking, I it's time. To, I might need to have to. Might need to come up with the money. But you know, this will then do away with like our like family tradition of getting the latest Beyonce concert tour DVD and watching it during like Thanksgiving times, Thanksgiving times, our holiday special or annual holiday special. That's right. So it will kind of change that game a little bit, but maybe it is time for us to go watch it live and direct. I mean, I've seen YouTube's too. And like you said, it's, it looks pretty amazing. Yeah, it looks good. I wasn't fully convinced. And so I needed the YouTube confirmation because I'm still a little upset from my on the run experience which we've talked about yeah. before, but this yeah. looks like a strong, a stronger, uh, a stronger showing from her. Yeah, this definitely is. I mean, the production value is definitely way the heck up. Also, I thought that maybe you, you got your life from seeing Laverne Cox there because I think that she just recently went to a show in Chicago and she donned the full single ladies, black unitard Ooh. With like fishnets and the whole thing, like she goes all in. She's like, I didn't huge, see this, but I need to. She's a huge Beyonce fan. Is it a video? Like, Did she do the choreo? I think that there's a lot of Instagramation. Okay, but I don't think there's video. But there is some Instagrams. You got to scroll through her timeline. Yeah, you have to go check her timeline out. She did have the time of her life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's a definitely a part of the hive. Well, Beyonce doesn't need our support, whether we get our tickets or not, because her tour is killing it. She's only yeah, done 11 she, shows. She's made $60 million. It's out of control. Wow. Wow. $60 million, 11 shows. So she's making a cool $5.5 million. Yeah, That's not proper math, but about a, a little over $5 million a show. Mm, yeah. Yeah, she's doing it. And the thing that yeah. I love about it is, like, she's she's making this money. And she's not really doing anything but showing up to do it. Like she, yeah. she, she came out of nowhere. She dropped her single, that first single at the Super Bowl. She's like, "Hey, everybody, I'm going on tour. Get your bank accounts information." And then she didn't mm-hmm. say shit else. And then she yeah, released that's it. Her, yeah, she released her visual album on HBO and was like, "Hey, y'all, here's the set list. Don't ask me no questions. It speaks for itself. Thanks." And we didn't hear from her again. Now she's out there, mm-hmm. done 11 shows, $60 million, and she's not doing shit to promote it. She's literally just showing showing up. It's like, you yeah, don't she's, see her. I mean, she just kind of, she's just Beyonce. She doesn't, she doesn't need anything else. Yeah. She doesn't even need promo. She doesn't need promo. That, I think, is what's most impressive to me. It's because you don't see her out there, like, doing the late-night circuit. She's not on talk show. She's not talking to Kelly. She's not doing Mm-mm. carpool karaoke. She's no, not, no. like, she's not on The Tonight Show doing impressions of other singers. No time for that. None of it. No time for that. Yeah. She doesn't. But everyone else talks about her anyway. So she's always, she's always included in the dialogue because right. she's Beyonce. Yeah. It is time to go and see her. It really is. We just have to decide on when and where. I'd like to go to New Orleans. Is there a New Orleans show? I think that would would be the best. That makes sense. I feel like there is. I kind of feel like it already happened, but I haven't been watching that closely. I know she's Hmm. coming back to L.A. In the fall, she's going to be at Dodger Stadium. And I think those tickets are only like 80 bucks. What? I think you can get cheap tickets. Because I really, I mean, here's the thing. I want to be up 
close live and direct, but I've seen th- there's like those are like four figure tickets. I've got maybe like a, a figure and a half to like right. pay. Yeah, that's about it. That's right. all I got. But I can I can do some no we can do some like nosebleed section seats and just sort of like rock out. Yeah, I could do that. I'll you, just bring some binoculars. There you go. Yeah, and like a miracle ear, you know, it'll be good. <laughs> Great. Right. Maybe I'll use my new fancy mic and like turn the reverb backwards or something, so I can you know amplify the sound that way. Uh, okay, build out the yeah. science guy. Okay, okay, maybe you're I'm gonna getting get a little too scientific. The, no, you're gonna be kicked out yeah. of the venue for terrorism. <laughs> oh man, well. She's doing the. She's playing the tour game right. right now. Someone's someone else is losing at the tour game though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, I guess. What do we say about Gwen Stefani? This is what poor ticket sales feel like. Oh, you know, this is it. I mean, so apparently what? She's only she's only about like she's only sold through about thirty percent of the tickets that's embarrassing. available for her tour. That's what's gonna happen? Will this continue? I don't know. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, she hasn't been on a solo tour in over a decade. Uh, and she's teamed back up with Eve, who's stepping out of retirement for this one too. Mm-hmm. So they're both a little dusty, but that's a struggle. Well, listen, you know, yeah, she's been out of the game for 10 years. You can't just, like, jump back in and start playing, like, stadiums and, like, you or even amphitheaters, really. Right. It should have been more of, like, an intimate night with Gwen. She should be doing club she, shows. She should have been maybe doing club shows. But when you get to that point in your career, you, going backwards is just, like, a bad sign. But I don't know. I guess selling only 30% of tickets is a bad sign, too. But... I just want her to win. I want her to win. She just recently released that new video, Misery, which yeah. is like her third single off of um, that album. And bad. let me tell you, not bad. I mean, you know, it's it. She's not giving us beats. We, I have all that ship has already sailed. But she is serving me looks. Look, she's she giving looks me great. hair. She looks great. She gives, she gives, she's giving me all the looks I ever wanted in my life. Yeah. Now the vocals and the music, like different story. There's a lot to be desired there, but she can still serve looks. She, yeah, 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 yeah. She's got looks. So, she's got poses. Give her covers. She's traded out her Harajuku girls for dancing black hipsters this go round. That's right. Fine. She's got the dancing black hipsters in this one. She, yeah, she's she's love angel music baby have been swapped out for Tyrone Jarrell. <laughs> Uh-huh. And, and Hadim, so and Hadeem, yeah. And yeah, right. So they're they're doing it. They're they're high stepping, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, the, the video is done by Sophie Mueller, who is like one of her big like video collaborators, and it looks yeah. really good. Yeah. Again, I don't know the the music is kind of like Taylor Swifty light almost. Yeah, like. I mean it's a, a definite it's a definite adult contemporary look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's so, just. It, but like I said, it's just it's so embarrassing considering like whereas Beyonce's done no promo and she's just showing up and killing it. Like Gwen is do, pulling out every stunt in the book. She's performed on The Voice a hundred times. She's not even she's on. She's telling the us season. all about her relationship with Blake Shelton. We know all about. Again. Yeah, we know all about that. She recorded that country duet with him. Like she's in our faces, and people are not yeah. waiting. Yeah. Well, maybe she'll kind of get get the you know get it back together somehow she'll figure out the equation i have faith i have faith yeah she's finding her footing it'll be fine that's right she'll be she'll be okay she's just trying to get there 
Uh, well, word on the street is that Justin Timberlake might be taking his act to Vegas. He might be following hmm. the st- footsteps of Britney and JLo and, and doing a Vegas residency. Is that something that would interest you? No. Oh, wow. That was decisive. Why not? No. No, I mean, I just, I don't know. What is he going to do? Is he going to do that whole suit and tie big band thing? I'm, That's what uh, I'm thinking. I, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not really interested in that. We've already seen it. We it's have been already done. seen it. But he's kind of in this like parent pop star mode now too. He wants where to the- settle down. He doesn't want to move around a lot. I get the whole idea behind it, but but here, like again, I'm like, I always think I'm like, people checking for JT. Are they checking for him? And like this last single that he released, like went to the number one on the Billboard's charts almost like immediately. So people are really board. checking. People for him. So maybe him. this is this is a good move for him. Right. I will probably would rather see a carrot top spectacular Stop Vegas it. before I saw. Hateful, I'm just saying. Trolling. I'm just saying. Wow. I'm just saying. Okay. I really enjoy carrot top comedy. Carrot. I like the trunks. Really? Okay. Yep. You like a good and prop comic. I love a good prop comic. You like that's that, right. That Claire so, Rince. Yeah, I don't that know. Martian so maybe Cross. he'll be successful. But the thing about like the, I don't know. I don't know if men male acts fare as good as female acts. I mean, you like again, like with J Lo, with Britney, with Celine. Like of course, like they they had all of their hits, but they also served like, again, costumes. And there was like, you know, there were like the visuals. I mean, I guess he can have like a, he could rock a fierce Bob Mackie too, maybe who knows, but I don't know. I don't think it would be as visually stimulating. Probably not. But think of all, think of all the Vegas legends. Like Wayne Newton is still there killing it. That's true. Um, Frank Sinatra, those Rat Pack guys. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I guess, I don't know. Maybe I would have a change of heart once I kind of saw the set list and saw what he was kind of trying to serve up. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm nervous in the same way that you are that he would come in with that suit and tie bullshit, and I'm tired of it. But Justin has hits. He has. He hits. does. He could deliver it. Um, he could. He could. I think that he needs to try to. He should like shy far away from any theatrics or acting though because you know he tries to interject that like you're not going to get a tony right from your vegas residency so just keep i'm the boy from Oz. the dramatics yeah keep the dramatics yeah sing the songs outside do the steps. sing the songs mm-hmm. that's right hit your marks and bring bring the curly hair back oh okay bring the curl back and bring the curl back okay? bring the curl back yeah mm-hmm. return that's right. the perm yeah. Well, word on the street is that uh, it's already a done deal. It's more oh. than just a rumor. They're saying that it's pretty much done, that the, his residency is going to be at the Monte Carlo, which is a pretty crappy hotel. It's basically <laughs> like a shit stain on the strip. Um, so you're not, you're not trying to sell this at all to the people. Well, here's the thing. Uh, the Monte Carlo apparently is getting a name change and a facelift, and they're trying okay. to relaunch their brand, and maybe it's a good time to team up with Justin Timberlake. They're building this whole new theater for him, this 5,000-person theater. Everybody loves mm. Justin Timberlake. Although, not everybody loved when he teamed up with MySpace and tried to relaunch that. That's it. What happened to that whole MySpace project? Is it still functional? It is still functional, although they just... Uh, suffered a, a huge massive data breach over the weekend and anyone Uh-oh. still signed up for that is probably still mad because oh, I think no. 450 million passwords started floating around the internet last week so everybody's well, top eight is at risk 
uh oh, watch out. Yeah. Um, but I think, oh man, the time and the energy that used to be invested in creating like the perfect MySpace page and all like you had to have the right feelings. song. Yeah. All the feelings, every like all your whole inner being, and like your about me section, and then the whole thing, and then you had to pick your top eight, and if so and so was like like number nine, it was like so dramatic. It's so dramatic, and all of the <sighs> glitter comments. The glitter Those comments. Glitter comments That's were right. Like the gifts before gifts. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we all grew hmm. up on MySpace. We did a lot of developing on that thing. Yeah, we've come a long way since MySpace. We have come a long way. If I could log back into MySpace now, I would. But I know that they overhauled that thing and shut all of those old old platforms down. Yeah, no longer will you be able to do that. No more. No more. No mas. It's for the best. It is for the best. Onward and upward. And outward. <laughs> Speaking of onward and upward, <laughs> mm-hmm. what are some like the you know like we have said the summer has kicked off. We have started it. Well, technically, it's not until what the the summer solstice is not. Until yeah, nobody gym. cares about the science. No one cares really. Nobody, nobody cares, cares no really about. Cares. <laughs> yeah, right. It's June. It's summer. Okay, it's Memorial Day. It happens. School's out. It's hot. Right. It's June. That's right. It's summer. Let's do Get it. Get your tank tops and your booty shorts on and have an ice pop. Everybody, Don't take me it's to summer. Astronomy zone. To tell mm-hmm. me about the yeah. equinox. I'm like, well, Capricorn has not hit the no, axis of the you. moon. Okay, wait, sorry. Okay, yeah. so we are we are in the beginnings of summer. And what better way to start summer by just talking about some of the things that we're looking forward to yeah. this summer, right? Yeah. What are you looking so, forward to? Okay, well, first and foremost, I mean, I mean, the best lazy television lazy day lazy evening television is always during the summer so you've got everything from big brother to mistresses have you ever seen that show i've never seen it but i've heard it's good yeah it's pretty good actually um one of the actresses from lost is in it and that's what kind of like initially caught my attention but now it's just like one of like those steamy summer soap like night soaps. right is that the one with Alyssa milano um is Alyssa Milano in it? Wait, have ah, I? Gotcha. Wait. You've never even seen it. <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never seen it, everybody. No, I'm totally lying about that. No. Um, she is, she was in it. Yeah. But then she's not coming back this season, I don't she think. She started talking about breastfeeding her kids until they were 12. Mm-hmm. They're like, stop it. That's enough. That's not sexy. Um, but what I'm really looking forward to in, in terms of television is Mr. Robot is coming back for second season. You know, I recently I w- tried to binge watch the first season because I, I saw it was coming back. I love what's that ki- kid's name? Romy, Romany, Romy Malik, Romy Malik. Yeah, I want to get yeah. into that. It looks like my kind of show. You know, I love a USA show. Okay, you really do love a USA show. I know you like Rizzoli and Isles, and you probably like growing pain. What is it called? Medical pains or like royal pains? Like, what's it? What's it called? Royal, royal pain? pains. Oh, royal pains. I'm like yeah. gastrointestinal Medical something. Pains. Yeah. Um. So all those like USA shows are great for summer watching, but Mr. Robot kind of has set itself apart from like your average sort of like USA Network show. It's it's very cinematic. It has a whole different kind of like aesthetic. It feels like you're watching like, you know, like a, an eight part, like sort of like movie series on the yeah. show. And it's got like a really high production value. And um, like, as soon as I started watching it, I could not stop the first season. Um, yeah. Rami Malek is the lead in it. And, he and plays, he's Egyptian. And he's Egyptian. So yay for diversity. Yeah. 
but I got you Yay. all. Well, I just got so racism. excited. Yeah. Um, but he plays like this, like, like computer engineer who then gets like drawn into this um, sort of like uh, anonymous-esque sort of, um, you know, like vigilante computer, you know, group. And um, it, the, the, the plot kind of goes through all these different twists and turns. And like, he's got like this really strange relationship with his dad and this other mystery woman. And it, it, like, you're always constantly guessing throughout like each and every episode. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm going to try to catch up during this. We're in like a little bit of a dead zone right now because everything's just season finale and the summer series haven't really started. They'll start like next week. So mm-hmm. I can go ahead and catch up with uh, Mr. Robot now. I think it I think it comes back in July, like mid-July it comes back. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you should definitely check that out. What are you looking at checking for well, as far as TV is dude. concerned? I am excited because Unreal is coming back any second. I think it comes um, back next week. Yeah, Have you seen Unreal. Yeah, I, I saw. I, I saw that. I started watching the first few episodes. I need like this is something that I need to catch up on. But yeah, that's a good I one. mean, the premise is really, really fun and interesting. It basically um, is sort of like a send up of The Bachelor. So it's like a scripted, like sort of like dramedy. Yeah, would you call it the drama? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a dramedy. It's kind of like a Thirty Rock, but serious set, sort of behind the scenes on a on a network dating reality show like The Bachelor, and it mm-hmm. just has it's very kind of dark and funny and revealing and really good summer TV watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna get into that for sure. And then yeah. Orange is the New Black comes back. I think the week after that. That's right. Orange is the New Black is back. Which speaking I'm not of season, Laverne. Yeah, speaking of Laverne. And it's going to be at the fourth season. I'm not sure if I'm really excited because I'm excited to see it or if I'm excited out of like a muscle reflex, like muscle memory. I'm just going to get back into it and have a new thing to binge because I already burned mm-hmm. through the second season of Kimmy Schmidt. It's just the next thing I need to watch. Right. Yeah, I mean, the third season kind of felt a little bit stale to me. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it'll be kind of interesting to see where they go, and maybe they'll they'll kind of bring bring it a little bit harder in the fourth season. I mean, they've got a lot to live up to after like the success of like season one. I don't know if you can kind of really replicate that again, but hopefully they hopefully they cast some fresh blood and put some you know sort of like interject some like new or interesting storylines, or at least give me the flashback of. What's that skinny lady who does the yoga? Yoga Jones. If like if, if they I can love just please, yoga Jones. I love Yoga Jones. Like who doesn't love Yoga Jones? Nobody. I mean, that was like that scene at the end of scene one where she kind of basically gives her like background story, just talking about like working on a pot farm and being high. And I think she she shot somebody or shot someone's child because she was going through she was tweaking or something. I don't I'm know. Tweaking. I'm but, tweaking. Right. She's tweaking. She's tweaking. Anyway, like I would love to get more Yoga Jones this season. If they can give me more Yoga Jones, I'm in. I'm in. I agree. 100%. And interesting fact about Yoga Jones. Did you know she was the voice of Patty Mayonnaise on Nickelodeon's Doug? I did know that. That's I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Well, well forget it. Man, I'm the, the last to know everything. For the rest of our audience. Yeah. <laughs> are, are, you, are you Ellie? Are you Ellie? Yeah. <laughs> that cannot be my new thing. <laughs> hey, everybody, guess what? <laughs> Guess what I just, I just found out? Know. Yeah. 
Oh, boy. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm hoping, yeah, for a little more Yoga Jones. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's my favorite character on the show. Anyone else? Anyone else I'm checking for, really? I like Red. I've always liked Red. I like Red. Yeah, yeah I'd like I like to hear Red. more of her story. Yeah, I'd like to hear a little more of her background. I mean, I, of course, Laverne, I'd like to see a little more of Laverne's sort of transitional story, maybe. Maybe yeah. we've heard, I mean, yeah. So... You know, is Jason Biggs coming back? Mm, well, he's not doing anything. I've been watching um, Chelsea Handler's new talk show on Netflix. Me too. Me too. And he's been he's popping been, up a lot on that. He's been popping up a whole lot on that show. So what that's, you, I guess, what do you think of Chelsea's show? How do you think that's working out for coins. her? Well, you know, when it first came on, I was like, okay, let's see where this goes because, like. She touted it as it being like the anti-talk show and like she's going to do things differently and I'm going to have a dog walk on the stage and he's going to like eat and just poop and like whatever and we're just going to talk about things and things are just going to like, you know, fly right. by the seat of my pants. I'm Chelsea and like I can do it. But then it's like, but nothing has really changed. Like you're talking to celebrities, talking about their lives or the movies they're promoting. And mm-hmm. so it kind of feels like more of the same. I mean, you know, she has this thing where she wants to like learn about important, like interesting things. So she'll have like doctors and scientists on there too, which is really awkward. It's always really awkward. She's like interrupting them all the time, so they don't even have an opportunity to really school her on any, anything like interesting. Um, but I will say that I just watched an episode uh, a couple hours ago, um, and I think that where she excels is during like her like dinner party scenes where like she yeah. just has like celebrities around the table and they're just sort of like casually talking about like different topics and things. And that feels different. It feels like outside of like this, you know, the sort of like talk show box. And, um, that's more interesting to watch. Um, yeah. So yeah, I this week about should... all like, uh, how different celebrities raise their kids. Was that the dinner yeah, party that, one you saw? Uh, yeah. that, that was her best episode by far. I thought that was her best episode. Like the kids, yeah, like the kids raising episode was really interesting. So if she kind of like, you know, um, goes more like if she continues along this sort of like line of like having that sort of like casual dinner party kind of vibe, like I don't even think she necessarily needs a studio audience. Like, right. I mean, I think that's sort of like an antiquated old school way of thinking about a talk show. Like you don't necessarily need an audience there. Right. And she's trying to apply um, that old format as much as she's saying she's not. She's applying that old network format to this Netflix experience. And it's strange. It just seems like a really expensive kind of like uh cable access show where it's unrehearsed and she doesn't really know. And she's like, oh, we don't have commercial breaks. How awkward. Watch me awkwardly yeah. transition from this part of the stage to the desk part of the stage where I'll sit down right. and look at my dog Chunk, and I'm not going to have a monologue, but I'm monologuing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right. A, it's, it's a like, little clunky. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I think that, yeah, if she can continue, like, you know, with the entire sort of like, you know, sitting around the table sort of idea, I think that will work pretty well. Like, and even watching it, I was like, now this is what Khloe Kardashian should have been doing with her show. Like, just have people casually at her house, her real house, and not a, a, a whack like knockoff set of her house. Sure. Not an um, Airbnb set. Yeah. And just kind of shoot it docu- documentary style. Like, I think that would work. Although I don't know if, you know, Chloe can necessarily hold or like entertain sort of like a topic or conversation. for like, Yeah. More that's the difference. Chelsea actually time. does excel at sort of playing off of people. She's great in conversation and she's funny off the cuff. Right. 
Right. Yeah. All of her little bits so, on her show so far that have been sort of scripted or she's reading a setup off the, the prompt or cue cards or whatever have been really stilted mm-hmm. um, and uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And there was also that, I mean, that one segment which she did with the, like the gender fluid kid was really interesting too. So, I mean, I still think that she can incorporate these sort of, you know, uh, topical segments into her show because it is refreshing to kind of see that as well. Cause it sort of like becomes like this hybrid between a talk show and a, like a news magazine. And that's kind of cool. Like I, I can see that working functioning well, but yeah. um, the studio audience thing with the, like the standard interviews is kind of boring to me. Right. Although I do like the look of the set and I kind of like her new wave theme music. Yeah, I mean, that's good. Yeah, that works. But yeah. can she do something else with it? I don't know. Right. <laughs> I agree. I don't know. But she did have DJ Khaled on there. Now he's like a special correspondent or something. We the best. Yeah. Is, is have you him? checked out his Have you checked out his Snapchat? If I could figure out how to use Snapchat, I would be all over it. Because people well, would not Let me tell you, that was basically the Snapchat. only reason why I like logged into Snapchat. Because someone was like... Oh my gosh, DJ Khaled is like the number one followed person on Snapchat. His That's Snapchats amazing. are hilarious. Yeah, exactly. He's hilarious. He's always yeah, on a jet so, ski and he's got like well, he's, positive affirmations. He, he's all well, he's always got like positive affirmations. He's always has like a workout routine and then he eats like a gigantic salad. Um and it's like vegetable alert, vegetable alert, right here, vegetables. You know, get 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 your ten glasses of water every day alert. Um but uh, yeah, I mean, he he is definitely entertaining. But yeah, that whole Snapchat thing, I still don't really understand it. I gotta watch a YouTube to walk me through it. I need a tutorial. I, really I'm, I you know, I need a tutorial too. This someone is my, teach me. This is the terror of the future that is burdens me. Is that I'm afraid that I'm going to be surpassed by technology, and I already got one my first wave of it when we were in college, and sort of video games transitioned from that linear side to side business to. Like first like person a 360, shooter, where like, it's a 360 3D experience. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm out. If it's not Sega Genesis, I can't, I can't rock with you. I got to get out of here. Yeah. Now Snapchat is lapping me again, and I'm afraid that I'm just like two clicks away from not understanding how to work the TV. Yeah, there's too much going on. I don't know how people actually Snapchat their lives. Like, I feel like that's a lot of time documenting yourself on your phone. Yeah, I mean, even if it's for like little 15 second chunks, I mean. Right. There's not that much going on over here, at least. You know what I mean? Right. Well, we fostered this culture of narcissism where this up and coming generation has nothing but time to document themselves because everybody's a star and self-esteem is the most important thing. And everybody is interesting. So listen, to look at my story. I'm going to put this out there for you as a public service. I'm not doing it because I want to. I'm doing it because I know you think that I'm fascinating. Here mm-hmm. you go. I still think I I still hope that one day there's going to be like this turnaround boomerang moment where we all just start crafting. I'll like like knit like blankets and stuff in my like, you know, in my free time just to sort of like go back to like a sort of like to the old days where things are just simpler, simpler solitary interests. Yeah. Just do like needlepoint. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. something simple. Everyone gets off the grid. Mm hmm. Hmm. Yeah, just go, just go analog with it. Like, just do like analog. Like, oh, this is my analog app. It's like, oh, Jacob, you're doing needle pan- point. Yeah, that's I uh, yeah. I can't wait to watch that on Periscope. <laughs> uh, what else are you looking forward to? Have you seen any summer movies? Are you interested? In I just thing? saw X Men. Me too. What you think? X Men, X Men. 
Um, what did I think about X-Men? I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it really gave me all like my 90s tease that I was like hoping for, although it was like, it took place in the 80s. But I mean, I feel like most of that team, like Jubilee was kind of like a 90s-esque character. Anyway, right. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I actually saw it twice. You saw it twice? Uh, yeah, I saw it on Friday when uh, my friend Jamila came to visit. She got in Friday. I was like, we're going to see X-Men because... You've got to get into it. This is my life. We got to do it. This is it. We're going to Universal mm-hmm. tomorrow. We're going to X Men tonight. So we did that, mm-hmm. and I liked it very much. And then I went to go see it on Memorial Day on that Monday, and I went to see it in 4D. I've never seen a movie in 4D. So you got winds and waters. I got wind and water. It's one of those movies where like the chair moves back and forth for two and a half hours, and it feels like you're on a ride. And that was very cool. Really? Okay, I've never done the 4DX experience, but like. It's worth That's checking definitely... out. Maybe not on a two and a half hour movie, maybe on like mm-hmm. a 90 minute movie, but it is a fun experience. Okay. Okay. Definitely have to check that out. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty good film. The thing I like about the X-Men movies, I think that they're more successful than like the Avengers ones is the sense that like, they kind of like the team idea kind of works. I don't know how to explain it, but it just seems like the Avengers movies, like there's too many people, there's too much happening Mm -hmm. and you don't really get like a cohesive sort of like story out of it. Right. You know what I mean? But it feels like the, the team up of the X-Men, it's like, Oh yeah, yeah, they're together. They're doing it. Like, whereas like, in the Avengers, it's like, okay, well, we're going to have like a, an Iron Man moment, and then we're going to have like a Thor moment, and then right. like, you know, you know, Scarlett Johansson's going to like bust out with like a perm, and you know, her hair is crazy, <laughs> like, you know, whatever. Um, but with X Men, it just feels moment. like, yeah, yeah, like a crazy perm. Like, you know, she always has like a different hairdo. Is that that's like, true. that's her thing, right? Is, is her that thing. her superpower? It's a different is that Black Widow's superpower? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of is. She's just, I mean, who is she? Tina Knowles? She's just playing Tina Knowles. <laughs> <laughs> well, real life superhero, the Black Widow. But AKA yeah, you're right. I, I think the thing with the Avengers is that they're all kind of almost, except for Black Widow and Hawkeye. And let me just say that, like, an archer is not a superhero. Let's get off of that. The guy with the bow and arrow is not a superhero. He's barely a regular hero. It's an inelegant... don't you tell that to Gina Davis, like two time Olympic archer. Okay, I'm saying we need to show her a lot more respect if we're treating. That's right. Archie's you better put some put some respect on her name. Put it on her name. She put her in an Avengers movie. Can't okay. She, can't she have taught Hawkeye everything he knows? He and she Gina. always plays a good president. She's a real good president. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the Avengers characters I think are all too strong, and it seems like yeah. whatever the situation is, they could probably handle it themselves. With the X Men, it kind of feels like they all sort of have a weakness, and they kind of need each other. It's like, oh, and with these teens, it's like we we can't control our powers, and so they have to work together. Yeah, uh, and I like that. Kyle, yeah, definitely, our friend Kyle Buchanan, senior editor over at New York Magazine, uh, did, did a little write up in Vulture about how. Did you see this? I did. I enjoyed it very much. It was really funny about how, like, the primary motivation for the villain Apocalypse in this movie is that he goes around giving everybody a makeover. Right. So he basically was just like a super queer eye for the straight guy. Yeah. Superhero. Super villain. Which might be the real reason I enjoyed this movie too much. Because um, of I, all the all the Jenny Jones makeovers. I of love the a JJ makeover. I really, That's right. really do. You got to get into it. Got to get into it. Yeah. One of my favorite things. So that was good. Yeah, X-Men, I think, is my favorite superhero franchise. Yeah, most definitely. Now, let's... Perfect, but I like them. We need to focus in on our favorite. What did you think of um, Storm? Really wanted to like Storm Played by... 
Uh, Who Alexis played her... Ship. What's her name? Alexis Ship. Alexandra. Alexa. Ship? Alexandra Ship. There you go. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. I really like give... her. She was on Wendy last week. She's really and she cute and so funny. She was so cute and so adorable. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, she was great. Here's the thing. She's playing a younger Storm, so you have mm-hmm. to kind of take that into consideration. Right. And she gave me a little bit of a, um, you know, uh, a Barbados brogue with her Storm accent. So I can appreciate that over, right. like, Halle Berry's just sort of, like, you know, Cincinnati, Ohio Storm <laughs> that she was right. giving us. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least, at least like, like, you know, Alexa was giving us a little island flair. She didn't give us, like, an African priestess, but she at least gave us a little, like, Rihanna. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I, appreciate I, I will that. give her a B on that one. Mm-hmm. And I like her little her a... Mad Max Tina Turner mohawk. So, yeah, did you like her lace front mohawk? I, I feel did. Like that. I thought it was a little bit too wide. I think that she kind of needed to rock a little bit more of a modified Mr. T, if, if I'm going to be quite frank. Okay. We're going to be Lisa Frank about it. Yeah, I'm going to give you, you know, jelly stickers and uh, trapper keepers. Yes, I'm going to be really frank about it. And I think that maybe the mohawk could have come in a little bit, okay? I mean, it is a lace front. You could have cut it down a little bit and just right. given me, like, you know, the um, the storm from, like, the 80s when she was, like, with uh, – what was that? Remember, like, that storyline in X-Men when she, like, went underground and she was, like, with, like, the, the outcast? But it wasn't the outcast. What were their names? I have no idea what this is. Wow, you just tipped your nerd hand. I just went black gay nerd on you. Yeah, I was like, this wasn't in the cartoon. This wasn't in the Fox Kids cartoon. No, this was was in, yeah. This was, yeah, this was in, like, the comics. Oh, yeah, it's like back when she, like, there was, like, this whole storyline with these, like, underground mutants called the Morlocks, and then she became, like, the queen of the Morlocks, and then she had, like, a mohawk, and she was, like, really badass. Anyway. If you go back and do yeah. your like X Men Googling and Wikipediaing, and you can read all about it. Summer reading. Mm-hmm. Summer reading. There you go. Hmm. All right. Gotta check that out. Anyway, so I thought you did a decent job for a young baby storm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I always like a storm uh, appearance. I mean, I could do with like 80% fewer Wolverine movies and give me a standalone storm. Could you do that for me? Could Just you do that for me? Give me something. Yeah, I know please. Hugh Jackman is tired of doing crunches. Uh, he really is. Yeah, I'm a break. He's been playing that same character for 20 years. I mean, he has been a P90 X Man for 10 years. Yeah, he's tired of it. He's like, I'm tired of the CrossFit, the medicine balls. Like, I'm tired of it. Yeah, he wants to take a break. Although apparently he's shooting the third Wolverine movie as we speak, so he's not that tired of it. Third and final. I'm yeah, he's done after this. He is done. But I guess, you know, it's funny that you talk about like having a standalone Storm movie because it sounds like a lot of the actors um, from this 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 latest X-Men movie are really jockeying to get like some more screen time or get like their own spinoffs. They think that they're going the Avengers route because I, I, I think that there was a um, an interview with Sophie Turner who plays um, Jean Grey mm-hmm. uh, in the movie. And she was talking about how she'd love to have her own spinoff movie. And also Alexandra Shipp was saying that she would love to be included in the Black Panther movie. Because, Ooh. okay, here, I'm going to go back to Black Shut Nerd. Shut up. Yes. There was like, you know, that, you know, Storm and the Black Panther. Are A brother and sister. The comics. No, they're married. They were married. They were married? So there you go. Yeah. Uh, I love 
You really need to go back. You need to go back to the archives and read up. Wow. I just need to go down a wiki hole for an afternoon. I mean, it's, it's, it, yeah. I just, you just need, need to, to go see back like a, research. a Game of Thrones style, like family tree timeline. <laughs> Connect the dots. Oh, I love that. Uh-huh. So was uh-huh. Storm then Queen of Wakanda for a second? I think for me, I think that they ended up getting divorced though. Mm. It, I mean, things got real in the Marvel Comics universe, you know? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, Alexandra is really trying to get that uh, Black Panther check, too. But, I mean, she's going to have to fight Lupita for that, because I think that Lupita is going to play the the romantic right. uh, lead in, uh, in that movie. So I don't know. What I don't know if that's going to happen. they pull the old bait and switch and Lupita pops out as Storm in the standalone Black Panther movie? Uh, that would be amazing. But Will I know your head explode. It would explode. But I guess that is possible, though, right? Because X-Men is a Lionsgate film x-men is fox okay and then black panther is going to be disney marvel disney marvel so are you trying to really are you really trying to test me and you're trying to test my excitement <laughs> by trying to tease trying... me with the idea of having lupita play storm i think it's possible because they are these x-men movies since they've jumped back to future past future past and done teen x-men they're occupying a different timeline this was in the 80s that's I true feel like you're right. Is Lupita going to be Storm? No, I, I really, I don't think I could necessarily Let's handle not, that. Yeah, we can't get our hopes up I'm for that. I'm already like doing like the the calculations and the fittings for the the white lace front wig that Lupita's going to have mm-hmm. to don so in good. order for this to work. <sighs> Too much excitement. That's more than summer summer movie anticipation. That's like that 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 movie hasn't even been shot yet. And I'm it like, could establish a legacy of Storm being played by Oscar winners. Ooh, it just gave me something to to look forward to. I know. For years, can we let's just put it into it? Like, let's just put it into the universe out there. We need to also just start a petition dot org right now for that. <laughs> Although, actually, could somebody out there listening get it started? I'll sign it. But I know, right? I oh, to have to click and uh, register and put your information. Oh, I'm tired. I already did um, something today. <laughs> <laughs> um. um so anyway, yes, that that really kind of kicked off my summer movie viewing. Uh, any other summer films that you are anticipating? Mm, really? Actually, there's a lot. I was going to say just Ghostbusters, but I feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff coming out. Um, there's a couple things happening, but Ghostbusters is probably at the top of my list. Even though everybody is shitting on it and nobody seems to be looking forward to it. I feel like that is a mistake. I think it's going to be funny and strong. Yeah. Do not mm-hmm. underestimate Leslie Jones. It's going to be mm-hmm. good. Paul Feig has a proven track record. This movie's going to be good. Everybody stop hating and just relax. Everybody pump your brakes. Calm down. It's going to be fantastic. Please and thanks. Um, mm-hmm. I will show up for Independence Day Resurgence. I will yes. see that. I want to see, you know, I want to see how, you know, you know, Vivica Fox's character progresses and what her story is. I want to know she all got about a it. High and tight mom do. She really got her mom pair on. Yes. Yeah. Um, I am looking forward to Star Trek Beyond, even though they've got a different director this time. I really like the last two. So I will see this. Oh, you know, I'm in for that. Me too. Um, you know, I'm, I'm totally down for Ahura. So yeah, I gotta definitely see that. I'm not mad at those crisp, crisp pine eyebrows, and I love a John Cho on the big screen. So I'm there. There you go. There you have it. Also, speaking about Ghostbusters, it was announced that the soundtrack will feature Missy Elliott. Oh, nice. 
That means right. we're going to get a really fun ghost video, a dancey ghost video. Maybe we'll get a good Slimer uh, cameo. Why is and everyone like, so mad? This is going to be great. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know what I'm looking forward to? What's that? The Conjuring 2. Did you see the first one? Negative Ghost Rider. Oh, oh my God. You have to. Okay, you got to watch the first one, number one. Do number I? one. Yeah, it was it was a good one. It was a good like of course I talked to the screen, of course. Of course. Of course. You know, I had a full on conversation with all the characters telling I'm them to get out of the Still recovering from that time we went to go see what was that movie? The Strangers. The Strangers in the summertime. <sighs> in I'm the summertime. Still freaked yeah. out. Yeah. Ask Angel I, about that. Yeah, yeah. we that was that still gives me night terror. Sometimes, the Ghiblis, yeah, forget it. The Ghiblis, yeah, that definitely does give me the old Ghiblis. But um, the Conjuring was really, really, really good, and okay. I think that you are doing yourself a disservice by not going to see it immediately. All right, I gotta get the squad together. I need a support mm-hmm. system to go and most see this movie. definitely. Most definitely. You got to see it. It, um, Of course, I don't know, but Patrick Wilson is in it. Who, you I mean, him. hello. Mm-hmm. Love Patrick Wilson. Come on. Who doesn't love Angels in America? And who doesn't love that beach scene, if you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Vera Farmiga are both in it. And they play like these paranormal hunters. And um, I think it's based off of like the Amityville horror story. Mm-hmm. At least the first one is. And the second one there. They're, they go across the seas to London to investigate another another ghost story. But the first one was really knock your socks off scary. And it did really well in the box office. It made like $320 million off of a budget of like $20 million. Yeah. So it was a good one. It was a good one. So that's what I'm looking forward to. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to wait and see what you say about that one. Why are you giving me so so hard it's because, Well, it's just because like, it's the genre. It's not the movie. It's the genre. I well, I, I mean, don't know if I could, you know, I, I don't need know. to be startled I, I, in the I dark just, room. I just enjoy yelling at the TV or yelling at people. <laughs> like all, like a, a lot of people in my community do. Mm-hmm. We like to talk to the people on the screen and tell them to get out of the way or don't do stupid things. Right. Um, so yeah, I also, did you watch that? <laughs> Speaking of other horror movies, the, that M night Shyamalan movie called the visit, um, where it was like to grandmother's house we go. Yeah. You should actually also check that one out. Too. Why? No, you'll never want to go to your grandparents' house again, but check that one out too. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I don't know if I can let's move on. Yeah, let's, let's move on to some, some mu- something musical. Yeah. What, um, I haven't gotten my summer playlist together just yet. I'm working on it. I like to do it. You know how I like to do a playlist for every season. Yes. I'm in this real tropical Skittles kind of place. Everything is like we Mm -hmm. talked about before is like a beach house or like a dance hall. Um, So basically we're saying we're anticipating Alicia's album, Alicia Keys' album, and we want her to kill it. I want her to kill it. We have high, high hopes. I, I mean, my fingers are definitely crossed for Alicia to give us gold i'm hoping um other than that though i'm looking forward to well you know britney spears is supposed to come out with an album i'm interested in seeing it okay give me a second to even say (laughs) (laughs) you're like no no make your make your case anyway pass (laughs) (laughs) no 
<laughs> I'm just curious. Okay. I'm just curious to see if she can actually rebound from that that Britney Jean experience from a did couple years ago. Did you watch her Billboard performance? I did watch that Billboard performance. I mean, she looked, her body was on point. Body's back. She was snatched together. Mm-hmm. Talking about taking the Norelco to yourself. She was just <laughs> and snatched and all right. together. Mm-hmm. She, she, I mean, she looked amazing. The choreo has improved. It has improved. She's at like 70%. She's, yeah, I mean, but she's, you know, you know, there's some, you know, she's, she's trying to make it work. She's, she's and I think a she's long, a pretty good long job. way. Yeah. I'm yeah, Team Brittany. She way. looks great considering where she was. I still remember that Gimme More VMA Britney's Back performance. Yes. Where it was basically Weekend at Bernie's and they pushed her around the stage <laughs> <laughs> in a drunken stupor for 10 minutes. I mean, mm-hmm. compared to that day, she looks great. Oh, and I she have didn't a little even en- didn't even have enough hair for the, the clip-in extensions. Like it was oh, right. They were struggling. Scarecrow they were like and Mrs. King. Those roots. Those roots were just mm. like... But yeah. they needed those Britney checks to keep coming. No one was prepared for the checks to stop. So they were like, Britney, you got to go back to work. Yeah. Yep. And they sent her back out in the fields. But, I mean, like, you know, if, if the billboard is any sort of indication, she is on the up and up. So, hey, maybe this album, maybe it's another Blackout. Blackout was a great album. Dark Child? Oh, yeah, Blackout was no, good. Sorry, there were was, some good ones. No, it was Dark Child. It was Danger. It was Danger. Danger produced. Yeah. Heavily produced by Danger. So, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get some bangers. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I could really go for another Britney. Honestly, I could go for another Toxic. Uh, she's yeah, another I, one. I, like like Justin Timberlake, I could use her to... Uh, she could stand to return to her pop roots and not really this, like, synth moment that she's in, this synth space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. I'm here for it. I'm going to check it out. All right. You say you'll pass, but I know. Um, I'm a wait and see. I'll be like a second wave fan if a fan of that. Okay. I just need to hear All what right, the radio fine. singles are. I need to see a video. I mean, because I, I don't I don't count Britney out. I just don't check for her. But I'll tell you what, I still have womanizer stuck in my head. See? That's right. I'll be walking down the aisle, like picking up some cheeses at the grocery store, and all of a sudden out of nowhere for no reason, be womanizer, womanizer. It just, That's right. Out of nowhere. And you'll start like swing dancing out of nowhere. <laughs> I feel like right. like it, like everyone who's like every like dance team that's on like that show America's Got Talent will do Womanizer and they will swing dance aggressively to it for like, you know, for their like audition piece. Mm-hmm. Is that just me? It, uh, no, there's some truth to that. Or what is that. And again, another question about America's Got Talent. Why are all the judges like from the UK? It's like Nobody, Simon Cowell, yeah. Scary Spice. Heidi, there are no American judges. There are oh, no I guess, Americans. Yeah, there are no Americans judging the Americans. Howard Mandela's Canadian. How can we know? Heidi How can we know if they have talent? We don't even have our own judging them. Exactly. Hmm. Nick Cannon, hmm. he's American. Oh, yeah, he's definitely American. But he's not judging. He's hosting. Yeah, that's right. <sighs> Anything else we need to discuss? I think we did it. All right. I mean, that new microphone hey. sounds great. Really? Okay, we've upgraded. We yeah, have, no, we you have sound great. It. We have moved to the next level. Mm-hmm. We have leveled up. We're, prof- we're professional. We're professionals. 32 episodes in, I think we've got that.
You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. As always, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe and rate us on iTunes, and if you feel like you need to talk, hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter at This Dummy Tweet. We'll see you next week.